I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Hello, everyone. It's Todd Screema and Jim Reed and the famous Robin Lavasser. And we are doing our podcast today for Ello's called Getting Grittier. So if you haven't watched it, this was inspired by Alex Hermosi, which is uh, a lot of people follow. He's a businessman and um, he does a podcast. And he uh, this this particular one I saw was on YouTube. And he was approached by a young man at a grocery store who had a one-year-old baby and a girlfriend and was struggling. And Alex was like, hey, I don't have time to talk to you in the grocery store. I'm late to a meeting. But then he, he did a video later that day saying, hey, this is for the kid I met in the grocery store. And he proceeded to talk about what it takes to be successful from grit. And um, I believe, I'm just going to be super direct on this topic. I believe that loan officers are often entitled. What I mean by that is, give you a reference point. Um, Think of the hardest job you ever had. Hardest job you ever had. Mine is bucking hay for a full summer, every day, six days a week, making $4 an hour. It was brutal. I got stung by, I don't know how many bumblebees. You're soaked in sweat. It's a hundred and something degrees out. And it's, the bale of hay weighed 90 pounds. So your back hurts, your muscles hurt. It's horrible. I would much rather walk into a realtor office and say, hey, my name's Todd. I would rather do that all day long. I would rather take a realtor to coffee all day long. I would rather jump on a Zoom all day long. I would rather entertain people at my house all day long. I'd rather teach a lunch and learn all day long. So, uh, but dude, there's like, a phenomenon real, going on. Real quick. And go ahead. The biggest point you just made is if you would rather buck hay, you're not a low rep. Yes. Some people 100%. like to buck hay, man, but some people don't. Yeah. Well, it doesn't pay as good. So, um, so uh, I was talking uh, a couple other reference points and we'll go around the horn. And Jimmy, I, I, Jim was gracious enough to give a couple hours last Friday to, uh, I, I don't know if you all know this, but I have a, a separate company called Loan Officer University, and it teaches young loan officers how to get into the business. They pay for a program. It's 16 weeks long, and we teach them how to become a loan officer. And it's very fun to do. So Jimmy was our guest speaker, and he came in and did the basic business plan. And I think there were six or seven things that they had to do. And uh, Jim, I don't know if you've got that memorized, but I I I would love you to share some of that. But here's the deal. There's a phenomenon going on. And, and I talked to a bunch of other mortgage companies. They all see it. The young up-and-comers oftentimes are kicking the ass of the 10 and 20-year loan reps. So you're like, God, that makes no sense. The 10-year loan rep has more experience. They have more contacts. They have a database. They have all these things. What's going on? How come this newbie is closing 10 loans a month and I can't close two? And the answer is lack of activity. That's the tactical issue. Jimmy will cover some bullet points in a second. The emotional issue is entitlement. That's the emotional issue. Like there was, I was just in the bathroom. There was some, some hand washing towels on, on the floor. Someone left them. Jimmy, what did I do? Pick them up. Pick them up. Yeah. Because I'm not entitled. 
someone asked me, hey, can you call this realtor? I just met with him. And can you tell him what a great loan officer I am? And call him as CEO of the company. Yep. Call him right away. Dude, hey, Todd, can you join this? I'm trying to close this 20-person realtor team. Uh, can you jump on Zoom with me? Yep. And I'm like, I'm too, I'm the CEO. I'm too busy. Yeah. That's BS. So um, I have a lot of emotion about this because I think it's what kills people in business. And the moment I, I told myself something years ago, I'm like, the moment I start feeling entitled and I'm too, I'm better than other people and I'm, I can't talk to someone about how to solve a loan problem is the day I retire. I'm not entitled. I've never felt that way. I don't know if it's a gift. I don't know if it's how I was raised. I don't know. I just know that being entitled is the death of business as an entrepreneur. So Jimmy, share some of your tactics and give us some, and then we'll go to Robin because this is a, this is a, I think a super, super important topic. You seem a little intense about it. I must say you're a little fired I'm up. very intense about it's, it. It's, well, I imagine the reason that you're fired up is because you've got a company full of loan officers, a lot of which have been around a long time, and they they sometimes don't get off their butts a little bit. Last time I looked, Jimmy, my business card said salesperson. Yeah. My business card says whatever you need to help with, I'm going to help you. That's what I said. Do you, uh, you want me to talk about grit? Do you want to talk about my business plan that I put together? for Cover some of the business plan stuff because, uh, honest to God, Jim, that's rock solid. It's rock solid. Thanks. It's tactical, it's simple, and anyone can do it. I could move anywhere, and within six months, I would be closing four loans a month if I did executing that plan. Uh, I could do it from memory. I could also the, go grab it and let Robin it, chat for a minute. Does really you? Uh, really, not that much. So I'll just give you some basics. So, um, so this, it's a, it's this, this came from the mortgage loan apprentice program that we have for, for hiring people that are existing salespeople and have existing skills and want to be loan reps. Um, the thing that it doesn't cover real quick is being a master technician and spending time reading guidelines and finding a, an underwriter and making that underwriter love you so you can fuck the crap out of them, ask them questions and learn stuff. Mine was Kay Yarber. Who taught me the business? Um, so it doesn't cover that, but it does cover the activity, right? So the first thing you got to do is come up with a list of uh, of forty realtors, and the way you create that list is ones that are currently referring you, right? Ones that you've done listing agents on any deals you've done for the last eighteen months, and then the, fill up the rest of it with agents you wish you worked with. Come up with forty, right? And I mean, God, I taught so much stuff. Um, Robin, chime in with me as we go, okay? Because you got great tactics too. I'll do yep. one, you do one, I'll do one. Yeah. That's so good. You had My, visit. That class was two hours that I taught. Yes. So you got to have a 40 realtor list and to have a basis of who you're going after. Because you have to be in pursuit. Like so many people are randomly doing their business. I believe you have to be in pursuit. So you got to have that. And then here's what you do. Every Saturday, you work six open houses. Okay? Here's the way you work them. I taught you how to work them on that call. You don't work them by sitting there for two hours. You stop in on your way to another open house randomly. Stop in and you say three things. Hey, I've got a bunch of pre-approved people. Do you mind if I check out the house? And then you disappear and check out the house. That part's super important. And then you come back out 
like, I'm actually on my way to another open house. How's traffic been? And then you say, how'd you get the listing? And then you chitty chat, and then you ask them, and this is the most important qualifying question. How, uh, why did you get in this crazy business? And it will tell you everything you know, so you're qualifying them. And then we have a follow-up plan. Second tactic that you do is you visit uh, two days a week. You travel and you visit four boutique offices two days a week. So that's eight boutique offices every week. Define boutique for everybody, Jimmy. Cool. Thank you for that. Uh, Boutique offices. The rules are stay out of the Keller Williams, stay out of the Coldwell Bankers, stay out of the big offices because they teach their realtors to hand out three cards and ask their lenders for money. They teach their realtors to hand out three lender cards and they teach them to ask the lenders for money. That's what the big companies do. You guys agree with that, right? Yes, yes. And that's not good. We could talk about that a whole other call. But a boutique office is a mom and pop shop. It's like a boutique dress shop. Right? It's like probably six to maybe 10 agents at it. And they've been in the business a long mm-hmm. time. And there's probably one or two of them at it that are pretty good. And the rest probably aren't that great, but they're really nice people. They're like a little family. They've probably all been to each other's high school graduations and weddings, right? And you show up at that office every week with a four week plan. So you just repeat it every month. So the first time you go in with an invitation to something. So at my branch, we do a video and learn once a week or once a month so that my loan officers have something to invite their realtors to. We do it for the whole company. So the first week you invite them to something. You don't stick around a long time, Todd. You don't like hang out and force yourself and make them feel all pushy. You just be there for a moment and invite them to something. The second week, you drop off a loan program. Hey, follow this program. It might help you guys sell more houses. If you have questions on it, let me know. I'll see you next week. Third week, bring some fruit. Can't bring no donuts. People sitting in chairs all day. They need to be healthy. Bring them some fruit. And then the fourth week, you bring them a sales tip. So you can Google sales tip for real estate agents, or you'll probably find some. And you can put it together in a collateral-based format. That means something to hand to them. I've got tons of ideas I can't cover on this call. Uh, but so that's every four weeks. Each week, you bring, you're doing something different, and then you just repeat. And if you show up to eight boutique offices for nine months before you give up and before you judge it, you will get at least six closings a month from that activity. Because each office probably closed, how many buyer sides do you think a boutique office closes a month, Robin? I mean, depending on size. Six to eight agents, one really good one, a yeah. couple okay call ones, it, and a, call a it couple 10 to crappy 12. ones. Oh, I think it's okay. two or three. <laughs> like, if it's 10 or 12, yeah. that's awesome. But, but really, it's probably two or three buyer sites. And if you show up every week to that office for nine months, you can get half of them. So if it's three buyer sides a month, you could give one and a half buyer sides a month out of each boutique office. So of those eight, two 
are going to ask you to stop coming eventually. And you're going to have to replace them with two more boutique okay. offices. So six will start using you by the end of nine months. And that's how I came up about seven closings a month. So when you... If you just spoiled every agent mm-hmm. at that office, Robin, spoiled them, charmed yep. them, brought your kids with you once in a while. After a few months, bring your kid with you because they're with yep. you that day. Follow dad to work day, whatever reason. Let them into your personal life. Like have a strategy around letting them into your personal life. And you just keep going to where eventually they're looking forward to seeing you and they're considering you part of the of the group. You'll get their business. Because no one calls okay. them. That's the magic part. So it's easier because they're le- they're not under the pressure of a Keller Williams. It's easier because no one else calls on them. It's easier because they're more family-oriented. That's the biggest tactic, Tom. That's honestly the biggest one. Yeah, guys, just because I, we know this is a short podcast, if you want a copy of Jim Reed's business plan, Jim, do you mind if they email you? I don't mind if they email me. So it's jreed, R-E-E-D, at summitfunding.net, and he will give you the checklist. Yeah, it's top so that's that. just And I have a recorded two-hour presentation of the business plan for Warriors Little Prince. Love it. Love it. That is awesome. Awesome. Now we're only so, top 25 yeah. grand. Just kidding. Yeah. He, he, Jim just covered, uh, you know, two or three things. I think there's seven or eight act very specific tactics, like exactly how to do it on that checklist. And it's, well, it's great. You know, Todd, you know, the things that work are right well, in front of our funny, notes. Like if so. you guys, if you look up the word gritty, you just Google search it. The first thing that comes up is the Webster, you know, dictionary version. And point two under the word gritty is courageously persistent. Courageously persistent. Whoa, I like that. Well, three on it is having strong qualities of tough, uncompromising realism. I think that courageously, courageously persistent. persistent. I love that. I love that. I think that you know, um, it's a, it, it's you know. When you think about being gritty and and Todd, you're, you know, this is for this podcast, that's what we're really talking about. I'm with you. I think that we are, we are soft as a community in 2020 and 2021, you know, some point you get to quit talking about that, but it made us softer in so many ways. And, and we are, we're, we're not, we're not sometimes aware of, I mean, wait a minute, you get to wear nice clothes, be in a. 72 degree ish office every single day. There's likely some snacks in the fridge, water, restroom facilities. You've got the ability to call other human beings, which we all get in the business. And what's the most common answer for real estate lenders of why you got in the business? Uh, to make a lot of money and help and not work very yeah, much. Most so. of them say, I like to help people. I like to help people. Oh, so, yeah. oh, great. You You're get right. to call people to see if they need help. And Ultimately, if you do enough of it with right and wavering persistence, if you will, if you're gritty enough, it will pay off. Our, you know, this plan. We have this young superstar in our company, and it's so funny. Everybody is kind of enamored with like his results over the last two years. How do you do it? How do you do it? How do you do it? And his response is simply, "I was given a plan, and I what? 
did it follow it. it. That's it. So we are we we fall to the level ultimately of our emotions and our standards more than anything else, right? We don't we don't generally rise above that. And I think there's a and 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 what the industry has done is started to stand around and coddle each other with the, oh, I'm so it is hard. I'm you're frustrated, I'm frustrated. You know, everybody's like in this big kumbaya of excuses. And then there's a few that are like, forget the excuses. I'm going to execute the plan. Yeah. I'm going to be gritty around it. And oh, wait, those results are still coming. So is there less business to be had? Yes. Is there enough for you to be successful? A hundred times yes. But the grit is the difference yeah. in those two. I, I just want to make a comment, Todd, and then I'll shut up. But it's just it's blaring in my face right now listening to Robin brought it back to me because I'm dealing with it with a couple guys that, that I, that I work with. Uh, they're looking for money in all the wrong places. I mean, they are looking for money in all the wrong places. They are so focused on trying to figure out how to make more money on a loan than they are trying to find a loan. And Here's what it looks like if you're listening. It looks like my company lied to me. My company makes too much money. What, what does my branch manager even do anyway? So like if if you've had those thoughts, I'm telling you, you're going the wrong direction. You are. Because the answer is more relationships, more connection, more leads, and more loans. Right? The problem is looking for money in all the wrong places. It will absolutely stink your business. Absolutely. Guys, take a second if you're listening to this and rewind that last 15 seconds and listen to it like Amen. 500 times. 500 times. You know, to, to wrap this up, um, I do have a lot of energy around this. I, 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 my current stat is that within nine next nine months, 40% of people would be out of business. Now, I just talked to one of the mortgage company leaders in the nation, runs a company much larger than mine. He says it's 60%. If you want to be a statistic. Now, with that said, I've you guys know I've, I've done a ton of studies about what makes people successful and all this. And I read one study recently and they they did everything from the top tennis players in the world to the top businessmen, to the billionaires, to... Bill Gates, all this study. And they found that they only have three traits that other people don't. And I want you to, this is money in the bank. If you act this way, one is they're more persistent, which is the same word yep. as gritty. They're more persistent. Jim Reed, what time? Uh, we talked twice last night after hours. When did we hang up? Do you remember? Working on business issues. Uh, it was nine. It was around nine o'clock. Matter of fact, Jimmy texted me and said, I got one more thing, but I'm going to bed. Can you call me? You're like, I'm like so we talk. So I don't have to be on the phone at nine o'clock at night. Neither does Jim. We're doing it because we care. Because, because we we're ready. Win, right? We want to be persistent. I'm doing it because yes. I want to win. Like, I want to win at everything. Like, I don't mean that you got to lose. And I don't mean that I'll sacrifice my integrity. But I want to compete. That's the damn. Yeah. Just persistent. Secondly, a higher sense of delayed gratification. Yes. So this plan, when you get it from Jim, you're going to say, wow, that's a lot of tactical stuff. It'll take me about 20 hours a week. And 
Jimmy said it, it's going to take several weeks or several months to see results. Most people will get it. They'll try one thing out of eight and they'll do it for one week or two weeks and then stop. So delayed and they won't gratification do it exact. similar they to They won't money. do it exact, right? They yep. want to skip some steps. Skip some. I visited well, three offices, three boutique offices. Well, your point. Jimmy you says six. You won't, the, 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 what they won't do, Todd, is they won't do it for long enough. Yes. That's what they won't do it for long enough. They won't do it for long enough. Um, the third thing is going to surprise you. This surprised me, but after I thought about it, it was very true. They're more scared. They're mm. more scared. It's my secret. I am always scared. Yeah. It's fear is a really healthy yeah. thing if you decide to do something with it. If fear makes you grittier, if fear makes you fight harder, if fear makes you follow the plan, if fear makes you more persistent, awesome. If fear paralyzes you, fills you with excuses, makes you depressed, makes you start to think of how to find money in other places, that's when it's trouble, right? All emotions can be good or bad. You've got to choose which one they're going to be for you. Yep. So as we go through, you know, I don't want to sugarcoat stuff. It's like, yeah, it's it's hard, but is it really that hard? I got a buddy. I'll end with this story. Got a buddy, made 200 grand a year as a mid-level manager. So I know he's going through some hard times. So I called him. I said, buddy, what are you doing? How can I help? He says, I'm not doing well at all. I said, okay, tell me about it. He says, well, I got laid off three weeks ago. I said, I remember talking to you that day. How's it going? And he says, I've applied for 160 jobs. I've called everyone in my black book. And no one is hiring for my skill set. And he's got a huge skill set. Now, Jimmy, how many loans do I got to close to make 200 grand a year, roughly? Depends on four. the market, but four. Okay. I close four units a month, Gosh. one a week. Three. I take one, I find one or two applications a week. Some are pre approval, some are refinance, re, some are purchase, right? Just like, and I, one I, I get, a day. I meet with one, one lead or two a day. People a week. We'll create that three or four. One lead a day. Well, Todd, but just to, uh, just to emphasize what you're saying, if you execute my business plan, if you're an originator, no one can fire you. 100%. If you are an engineer, you for sure can be fired. Now, the bad news it's is the same. you got to go on a job interview every day of your life. That's the bad news. But after a while, you get pretty good at it. Yeah. So, guys, I, I hope this came across well. If you want Jim Reed's uh, thing, send him an email at jreed at summitfunny.net. We're happy dot to share net, it with you. Not dot com, it's dot net. There's another dot net you'll go to and I'll never get it. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, th- this is this is all about doing something that, that will help people in our industry. Why do we do it? Because we care. I want to see people win. I want to see people succeed. I want them to get good advice. And that's what this is all about. Um, if you ever want to interview with Summit, send us an email, find us somewhere, and we'll contact you. There's a lot of companies struggling. I get it. It's a crazy time. But it's use, just so you know, Jimmy said it earlier, it's usually not your company, just so you all well, know. Well, no I, I will say, Todd, people there. work for people. And when you talk about grit, gritty leadership creates right a gritty sales force. And so if you're struggling with being gritty, maybe you need to look at leadership. Stop be a better, it's like being a parent. That's right. 
Thanks, guys. Have a great month. I appreciate you listening. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Robin. If you liked this episode of the Be Your Best series with Todd Screema, make sure to register for new episode notifications at www.beyourbestseries.com. And don't forget to leave a five-star review and share this series with someone you want to be their best. Send an email with any questions or comments to beyourbest at summitfunding.net. Summit Funding, Inc., NMLS ID 3199, Equal Housing Opportunity, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.